Hey, bartender, how much for a shot, man? Can I get a uh, shower on the right of Do you got a blue motorcycle? Sex on the rocks. All right, what's up, y'all? This is T. This is Sex on the Rocks podcast. And my co-host is not feeling too well today. Say hi. We just got that somber-ass introduction. It is not somber. Whatever. You know, it's raining outside, so Tiffany has on her quiet storm voice. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're not listening to. <laughs> oh, my God. Hell no. You gotta talk about me and you sound like you're whispering. Hey, look, don't worry about that. I'm sick. I have an actual alibi. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Well, you know, okay, like the rest of the world isn't suffering from pollen allergies. You'll be fine. Just I take your Allegra. This happened, this happened before. I don't know. It's been spring for like a week. I guess. It's, it happened Friday at work. Yeah, it's been spring for like a week. Anyway. Pollen ain't playing with your ass this year. Them pollen counts is crazy. Fuck pollen. Anyway, um, how was your week besides you being sick? Uh, my week, I don't fucking remember my week. All I remember is my weekend. Okay. <laughs> uh, my weekend, I would say it's, it was a it was a ten. It was oh, a ten. Okay. It was it was a ten for real. Uh, yeah, I, I mean Friday we had the Dreamville kickoff in Raleigh. Do say Palooza. Do say Palooza. What up, Rory? We met. Yep, we met a lot of podcasters. Uh, Rory. Um, Tiffany was fanned out. She, uh, her pussy was wet. But we uh, about I that. did take a video with him. He's so nice. Anyway. Thank you for being nice to me. I did not fan out, but that's the only yo. Do say Palooza was so fucking ridiculous. Like I, I literally took that video with him like in the beginning, and then I didn't see that nigga for the rest of the day. Like it was so fucking lit in there. Like yeah. I was, I didn't know if I was coming or going. It was so many people at the bar. Like it was ridiculous. So yeah, it was cool. I mean, I saw you the one that was hugged up with Mandy. I was. I definitely <laughs> was. She found me at the bar. I was upstairs in VIP. Shout out to Mandy from uh, Horrible Decisions. Mm-hmm. Uh, she remembered me from the DC show. Okay. Uh, Code name brother. We ain't gonna talk about that. That's oh. just, just, just if you hear brother on the show, don't brother, brother. No, no, no. Oh, nah, you gotta tell me what that means. I don't know what it means, but whatever. I met, I met Elliot Wilson and B Dot. That was okay. cool. That's some rap radar podcast. Um, okay, I met a couple other people. It was cool. It was a lot of people in there that night. Yeah, it was uh, Raleigh. I don't know. We get Raleigh, Raleigh about is, to get the Yeah, Raleigh about you know, to be really popping know, though. Tech don't tech y'all move y'all asses here. The traffic is bad enough already. <laughs> like I'm fucking serious. This is not about to be. Fucking that! Y'all already fucked up Charlotte. Do not do that shit here in Raleigh because my commute is already bad going to work. I do not need this. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, no, I'm just saying Raleigh <laughs> is popping. You know that today we got technology popping. RTP is popping. Dog. Yeah, it is. It like, is. RTP is popping. At, at one point, Apple was supposed to have a have a joint here, but mm. I think that fell off just like that. IKEA fell off and Gary. So uh, whatever. <laughs> well, that sucks. Uh, but yeah, like I said, my 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 weekend that was Friday. Uh, Saturday morning I had sex, so that was dope. Okay. Uh, while we was getting ready for the um, the festival Dreamville festival, okay. we streamed it on title, so we knew like what was going on and shit. Like, cause mm-hmm. it started at twelve. Okay. But we didn't end up going until like three, cause we didn't know who the fuck. I mean, no, no offense to the Dreamville people and just on Dreamville, y'all dope bright <laughs> artists and shit. But we didn't know who y'all were, so we wasn't like rushing to get there to see you guys. Hope you guys blow up, and I hope to hear your music, and I'll be a fan one day. Cool, yeah, but. Before we get into that, real quick. (laughs) 
Because this has been on my mind. No, fuck that. This is my week. Okay, no, no. This is about your week. What's what? This is about you specifically. What? Won't you tell the people how you're an entitled-ass bartender? And this nigga would not hey, look, work unless hey, he was working VIP because hey, look, look, Q, look. he refuses to be with, you no. know, the regular folks, this the peasants like the rest true. of us. This is no. not true. Q would not work his bartending. So, when you know, we get assignments when we come into the club, right? So as a bartender, you know, you, you'll come in at this club that we work at. It's pretty big. So we have like three different bars. You have your VIP bar upstairs. A total, a total of 12 stations. 12 stations, right. Okay. You have your back bar, which is the back bar. It's only like two stations there. It's technically three. Well, technically three. Yeah. Um, in the back near the kitchen. And then you have the main bar. Oh, which no, is, that one. Yeah, that's two. It's just two. And then you have the main bar, which is pretty much in the middle center of the club and downstairs. That one has six. It has six. So that p- bar is probably the most busiest one. Um, that's usually my headquarters where I go. I like to be in the middle of it all downstairs. But she's but scared of that corner though. That corner Q here. Mother- Q. I got a corner. My corner's just on the other side, Your baby. Bullshit. What are you crazy as fuck? The my other- corner is by all the booths. So last time when I came, you was like, Q, you wanna you, you don't wanna No, I don't, don't like that first corner when you first walk in. That corner that is corner some bullshit. Vicious. It is very vicious. That yeah, y'all, <laughs> you know who can have that shit. But let me tell you about entitled ass Q. I'm so she's so old girl, our manager. She's setting up y'all the stations, manager. right? That's my that's so, my unique. She's like, yeah, Tiff. You know, you in your regular spot. I'm like, all right, cool. So she's running down the list of names, and she's like, um, so one of the other bartenders we work with had a disgruntled comment and was like, oh somebody don't work here uh like that but they get vip when they whenever they do work <laughs> and so i was like oh who's in vip because i knew q was working and manager was like oh you know q you know he's in vip he would not work unless he was working uh vip because that's where he normally was Quentin when he was working that. here that before i was like are you sure she's like yeah he would not i was not able to put him on a schedule unless he was working vip he was not going to work quentin never said i that. was like are you serious and she was like uh yeah and i said if that is some entitled fucking bar Entitled bartenders, come on, first get a hold all, of yourself, okay? All, let me. Long, let me, we all gonna me. be making some money here. You yeah. ain't gotta always have to be in VIP. It's okay to be a regular folk. Q is on some bullshit. Okay. I just had to call him out real quick for that because that was funny too. Yeah, how she just jumped in the middle of my how was your weekend <laughs> shit. But anyway, like I said, so no, this is how this shit went. In that particular cup, I worked my way up. Okay, oh I worked my way up from the main bar being on the backside where it'd be dead as fuck, being the only person over there sometimes where nobody is there. It'd be nights where, or yeah, that was the times when I was when I worked there three nights a week for the college night on Thursday, the 18 and up night on Friday, and the 21 up on Saturday. I've been working there for a long time. I, I just I earned to pick whatever the fuck I want to, even though I didn't, I swear to God, I did not pick. But I I deserved I I earned that I deserved that. Oh but my gosh! I worked my way up and and I, I understood this because this is how I started working in VIP at that particular club. This one was social media was kind of started really popping, and I was in college, and I was kind of like a fake promoter for the club. And certain people were only you know how certain patrons only want to get their drinks yeah. made by certain people, but to get to me, you had to pay VIP. Because mm-hmm. I wasn't about to put 30 people on my list. Right. Only put maybe like four or five. Like the most I ever bought into a club at once is maybe eight. 
Because I, I just don't be having 50 people in it and shit. Because all 50 of them people won't want me to give them free. No, we're not doing all that. Yeah. So, yeah, the the, the club owner kind of used me in a way. Because they knew that they wanted me to make their drinks. Mm-hmm. So, they put me in VIP. And, I, and ever since that, that's the only place I worked. Like, I, when I come in, I didn't even... It got to the point where I didn't even have to look at the diagram where everybody is. I knew I was in VIP. I was of in that corner. you were. I was you. in that corner upstairs. And that's what it was. And so which corner were you in on Friday? I was I wasn't in my usual corner. I was on the left corner, not the not the one when you walk all the way down. By the guys' bathroom. I was on I was on the side for the women's bathroom. Oh, okay. So, I mean it was cool, but I don't really like that corner because that's where the cocktail waitresses come and they gotta make their drinks and I'm like, sure, you can come in here and get this shit. I'm not making shit for you. Because you're not tipping me out. So anyway. But yeah, I don't know why she said that. Cause I, I swear to God, oh, Slim hit. God. Look, okay. Slim hit my phone. Was like, yo, I before, cause I know you busy. Before you get booked somewhere, else, cause I was definitely going to work somewhere else if he didn't call me. And it was like, yo, before you get busy, I got you. I'm put you on. Like, can you work? He was like, can you work? I was like, yeah, I got you. Cool, I'll be there. Uh, and he said the same thing about Saturday. I said Saturday, I'll get there when I get there. I got there Saturday at like twelve thirty, cause I was at the festival. I was mm-hmm. enjoying my festival. Fuck out of it. So, I told him on Friday. And he Must was like, be nice cool. to be cute. Look, you have to you have to master your craft. This bartender shit is a craft. You can't okay. just do, you can't just jump in this shit and just want to make money. This is something that I enjoy, and it just so happens that I can make a lot of money doing it. Okay. Okay. Just let you know that this is this is something I enjoy. Q when, has spoken. When this shit is becomes no longer fun to me, I will stop doing it. Which is why I stopped bartending for like a year at one point. Because mm-hmm. I was only bartending and I was depressed out for the money. Like, if I don't make five hundred a night, I'm not gonna be able to pay my rent. Like, fuck that shit. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I, I stopped that shit. I had to get another job because it was taking away my enjoyment. But yeah, uh, I might have to have some words with her because I ain't say that shit. <laughs> look, she know she look. She know what it is with me. I told her. Look, but we gonna we gonna move on. The next day was Saturday. We are not going to talk bring that up. The at next all. day was Saturday. And that was the day of the festival, which was dope. Um and like I said, me and my girl was streaming it on title uh while we was in the house getting ready and shit like that. And it was dope. Uh we got when we got there, we had to wait in line for a little bit because my girl forgot to download her ticket. And anybody has been in like festivals or concerts, you know that you can't you, you have no uh, no service when there's that many cell phones and that many people. So she couldn't pull up her ticket, so we had to go to the box office and wait for them to pull up her information and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And we finally got in. Um, only person we missed was like Tia on the channel, which we could still see her on the screen. We just couldn't like be in the festival, which was, was dope, though. But the festival was really, really dope. Uh, it was really big. I've never been to Rolling Loud, but my girl compared it to Rolling Loud. And she said it was bigger than Rolling Loud. Uh, so okay. I don't know I mean that's a good thing I would assume uh, I definitely hope that Riley can have this every year I hope because mm-hmm. that would be great for Riley uh, the, like I said the concert was dope everybody did a good job I mean of course you have your taste like what artists you really care about they had two stages so you could you had to go back and forth but it wasn't like this person goes on and Tuesday off the everyone just jumps on they actually like waited like 10, 15 minutes between if you wanted to go to the other stage, you could go. Because it was a big difference. I mean, it's in a huge park, so you yeah. had to walk. I mean, but you could definitely see the other ones. They had huge screens and shit like that. Um, but one thing that I would say they have to fix is the food. 
The food lines were fucking crazy. Yeah, I heard. Dumb. Me and my girl were in line for a good two hours, two and a half hours. In line? For some food. Which we 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 could have just went to any old random food truck that you got a burger and fries or something like that, but we wanted to be bougie and get <laughs> and get some like some specific shit that we really wanted because we could go to downtown and eat that shit all the time. What what y'all get? What Oaks, y'all? We got Oak City fish and chips. Okay. Yeah, which is great, but we could have got that shit anytime. We did not have to wait fucking three hours for that shit. Like, we really waited three hours. In three love. hours? Yes. I missed the whole scissor. I was fucking that. I mean, oh, I wasn't no. that mad, but it was like, yeah, I definitely missed. That was one of the main people I really wanted to see. Yeah. Because I, I missed her when she came to the Ritz. And mm. yeah, I missed her for that. Uh, you couldn't sneak no food in? We probably could have. We and probably search bags. They they search bags and stuff, but you couldn't bring certain bags. You had to have specific bags, like a drawstring bag. You couldn't have like a real book bag, shit like that. Mm, okay. Uh, but I mean, it was it was really cool. It wasn't stuff was expensive. I mean, it's exp- it's going to be expensive, like, but it's not overly priced. It wasn't overly priced. Like you could go there with fifty dollars and, and have a good time. You'd be okay. okay. Like that's good. Get yourself maybe a couple drinks, some food, and that'd be about it. And the cool thing was. Thankfully, me and my girl did have to go to the box office to get her ticket because it was a guy there that uh, he had like an extra VIP ticket, mm. and he was like, "I don't even like." I was standing next to him. My girl was like on the other side of him, and she, he was just like, yeah, I don't, He was telling the girl, "Like, yeah, you can give that other one away. I don't, I don't need it. Like, the person that was coming with me did not coming. Like, I, I don't have no use for it." Mm. And he was like, "Why well, can't?" The girl was like, "Why well, I just can't give it away?" And my girl was like, "I'll take it." And she gave it to him. <laughs> so we was sorry, J. Cole, but we was definitely finessing with that VIP joint. She went in. We found a spot to switch the band. Switch the band mm. Gave me the band. I went in, and we was both in VIP. <laughs> wow. Mm-mm-mm. So yeah, that Y'all was damn cool. heathens. <laughs> but VIP was dope. VIP had like hammocks. They had a massage parlor. What? Are you serious? Hook- they had hookah tents. They had their own food trucks and bars. Yeah, really? VIP was lit. Yeah. Oh, I I need to get VIP next year. Yeah, then. definitely get right, VIP. Cool. Definitely get VIP. Um, cool, 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 cool. If I'd have known that was gonna be the real different, like when we were reading the description, we was like, we ain't tripping about this. We ain't tripping about that. We can get a general admission ticket. But when you see them fucking lines, dog, it was crazy. Mm. And another cool thing, uh, me being Greek worked out. They had a Greek tent, which I didn't know about. Uh, they said you had to sign up. When you go watch a ticket, but thankfully I carry a wallet, and in my wallet was my Alpha card. So I was like, I ain't signed up, but can I show you my card? It was like, oh yeah, cool. And me and my girl got in there. Uh, that they had their own uh, own bar in there and everything. What? So yeah, I mean, the more the more involved I guess you are, or the more I guess money you spend, of course you gonna have better luxuries. But it was still good, even though it was muddy as fuck. Yeah, because uh, it rained that. the day before. I was kind of mad about that, but that didn't ruin anything. I mean, I wore shoes that I really. I mean, I wore some phone posits, but I wore shoes that I wasn't like going to cry about if they got muddy, which they were muddy as fuck. And if you fell or something, you your day was ruined. But yeah. uh, but it was dope. Like I'm definitely gonna go again. I've definitely got to get my festival weight up because I was tired of shit. You was what? I was tired as shit. Like we got there around three. We left in like. 11 12 we left like towards the ending of j cole set uh because yeah he, he went on he bought out 21 savage 21 savage was already on there but he knew you know he got that new song with 21 he bought out meek uh yeah i saw him so i finally got to see meek and shit and that was dope oh, and uh 
It was really good. It was a really good festival. Uh, and I, I, I'll be happy if they can do it every year. If they do that shit every year, it's, it's going to be dope. And, of course, on Saturday, I walked my ass back in that club and... I was telling them I was a zombie in a club on Saturday. Yeah, I think a lot of people were. People wasn't really drinking like that. Because they was drunk all day. Drunk they was all tired day, all day. Yeah, tired. People was just literally getting beers. Um, it just... I think next year, I'm just going to go to the... I'll work Duce Palooza because they're yeah. supposed to have... They're supposed to bring it back. I'm going to work that shit. But like the after party? Nah. nah. Uh-uh. I don't think I'm gonna work that shit. It's not worth it. It's, you tired, cause like yeah. people were like <laughs> you are out there all day. Yeah, exactly. So. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go to a club after a festival either. So. So yeah. How was your day? My week. Yeah. Um. Week. You know, my week is always hectic these days because I'm trying to move. Um. But it was good. You know, Duce Palooza was definitely one for the books. Um, had a great time. It was super busy. Got my fucking exercise, my cardio, my weightlifting. I really, it tested my abilities as a bartender to make drinks fast. Like I literally had to be like, all right, what was my record in school? Okay. Four drinks in how many minutes? All right. Six drinks in how many minutes? Eight drinks in how many minutes? 10 drinks in how many minutes? Like I was really like competing with myself and racing. Because, like, literally, it was probably, like, three or four lines wrapped around the bar. And we have six stations. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> that Henny Palooza was really... Only thing that made me mad the most about it, they ran out of fucking Duce. Yeah, they didn't run out of Duce. Like, they gave out free Duce for, but, like, the first 45 minutes. They mm-hmm. only gave... I think they gave our bar, like, four bottles. Yeah, they gave us, like, six. Yeah. We all had, like, our own personal bottle, and then it was, like... After that, it was a wrap. Yeah, I, so. thought, I thought I definitely thought it was gonna be because I went to. I mean, my homeboys went to. My homeboys went to uh, Henny Palooza in mm-hmm. I think it was in New York one yeah. time, mm-hmm. and it was crazy. They say it was just crazy, but I expected a different kind of atmosphere, which it was still cool because I mean it was in a nightclub. Versus most of the time, it's outside like kind of festival kind of kind of mm-hmm. thing. But it was uh, big enough though for it. Yeah. Yeah. But I usually mean, they got you know they got the henny from the water guns and shit yeah that's like what that. I was that's usually what I was looking super for yeah. wow they got like have confetti and I feel like shit. it was super contained it was yeah. very contained yeah. but the because the I mean like it was lines wrapped around the club at like seven it was Damn. freaking crazy and then uh, I'm not gonna get into it because I'm tired I'm still like a zombie state right now just because I literally worked I've been I've worked fourteen days straight in the past two weeks so like i am fucking tired but and i so i worked friday night do say palooza we didn't get home until like what i i think i left at like four yeah i, I left I, the club at four i got home at four thirty. yeah and then i had to um work saturday night but still running errands and cleaning because i am moving and bitch is about to move and get her loft um then i had to work sunday another day party so, like, I just been ripping and running. But, yeah, I didn't go to the festival this year because I'm moving and I had to work. And I was just like, ah, I needed to see how it was going to be. You thought it was going to be another fire festival? I, not fire festival, but I saw I a lot of people like, like, popping shit, like, on, on yeah. social media. Like, why would you do that? Like, no. I was a bit skeptical. I didn't know how it was going to turn out. But I also didn't know that Big Sean, because I was going to go just to see Big Sean until mm-hmm. I saw his set time. Which was later. Yeah, he came on maybe like six, 
Nah, it was supposed to be 7.30, but he didn't go on to like 8.45 yeah. or something, something like that. that. So I was just like, I had to be working well, nine. No, no, I think he went, he went on because he, he went on when we were in a Greek tent. And that was around like 6, 6 or 7. Mm, it had to be like 7.30 at least because I it know he was been. late. I don't know. Yeah, but... Um, yeah, I wanted, I, I, I only really wanted to see Big Sean cause I'm, I'm a really big fan. Um, but that was pretty much it. I, um, this shit really wasn't that exciting. Like Big the, Sean? Yeah. The most exciting person or had the most energy was Nelly. Really? Nelly had the most energy on stage. I think he does put on good shows He, he put on a good show. Like okay. he put on the most, I mean, outside of J. Cole because everybody was there to see J. Cole mainly, uh, I would say Nelly. Hmm. Nelly. Really? Let's see. J. Cole, Nelly, then 21. 21? 21. I saw 21 like three times though. I remember seeing, like, I used to work at a spot called Ego, and 21 came to that spot. I didn't know who the fuck 21 Savage was. Yeah. It was a bunch of, like, middle high school kids. They came, it was 18 and up and shit. All of them, I'm like, who, who, who's on stage? 21 Savage. I'm like, I don't know who the fuck that is. Yeah. Crazy thing is, like, literally two summers ago, he was here. Somebody threw water on stage. He got mad and left. <laughs> Not that it's funny or nothing, but but that's just crazy. Like how how I was in the club watching this dude. I didn't know who the fuck he was, and now this man's performing on big ass festival stage. Like that shit is crazy. How he yeah. just blew up over two years. I'm sure I saw last time I saw him was when we went to Broccoli City Festival last year. So are you going this year in DC? Yeah. You won't? I go like every year. Oh, yeah, okay. I've been like the past two years. How in much a row. was your ticket? I think tickets like three hundred right now. Well, I'm not going this year, obviously. Oh. Oh. <laughs> but I went last year. I get I get the pre-ticket emails though. Oh. Like once you go one time, they start advertising gotcha. it to you. So when we went last year, we got our tickets as soon as they dropped. Gotcha. But I had said I was either gonna go. I already knew this year I was moving, so uh-huh. I was like, I'm you, not you doing. Yeah, I'm not doing none of shit. But. Honestly, like for real, for real, I need to fuck with Coachella. I need to get fucking. I need to get some pills, some shrooms. <laughs> I was say, yo, I understand fucking. why motherfuckers at these festivals be so fucking drugged up. Cause yo, yo cause I was the so lights and shit. Ti- yo, yo, I was so tired. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I was yo yo when I like I was, me and my girl looked at each other was like yo. Either we getting old or we gotta get our festival weighed up, yo. <laughs> like cause. This shit ain't no. That shit wasn't no joke. Yeah, like we not. we almost like did not want to drink because like we if we drink like we gotta get fucked up because we tired. Yeah, like, we was tired like for real. Yeah, yeah. It's so. um it's it's a lot going on for real. But um yeah, I need to go to Coachella. I need to get like a flower crown, <laughs> some twenty six inch wavy weave. You know, a bikini top and some short shorts with some boots and like, you know, take some pills. Maybe not some pills, like one or two. <laughs> Maybe a little shrooms here and there with like, you know, a little drinky drink in my little canister shit and hit up Coachella. Cause like I realize when you're so I had a very <laughs> intoxicating night recently. And I think I know how different liquor affects me, but, and I try to stay away from that liquor, but I had a night with tequila. Uh And, you know, my nights with tequila, they are 
my most memorable nights. So but you I have be to remembered be very huh? So you be remembered. Oh, I'm very cognizant and I remember every fucking detail, but I don't want to remember it because like I turn into like a different person. So you do some nasty shit. Uh, you know, in my past. What you do? I have. <laughs> what? No, you laughing and shit. I want to know what you did. So I had to stop myself because I know how tequila affects me. So like I think that when you're going to like festivals and stuff like that, you gotta get your you gotta get your chill liquor instead of like your turn up liquor, because you don't want to turn up too much. <sighs> I guess, but you want to turn up, yeah, because you won't be tight if you're yeah. young. If you're young, go ahead and do whatever the fuck you want to do. But if you're my age, I feel like I really feel like an old man out there, because I was like, <laughs> do I really want to get some liquor? Well, oh, that shit gonna make me tired. Let me just get a beer so I get a buzz. Yeah, like I was, I was really like mapping shit out in my head. Like I was gonna be tough because I knew, and I think I really fucked myself up because I knew I had to work afterwards. Uh, Even though I knew I was gonna take my sweet ass time, yeah, I still had to work. I still had to go to the club. That was some bullshit. Though, yeah, I ended up drinking it. I was up there drinking. I even fuck. Well, I mean, like they said, pull me a shot and pull me one too. Every time, <laughs> I swear to God, I was up there fucked up. I got more drunk at the club than I did at the festival. <laughs> You're silly. Shit. I mean, like, I I think my tolerance for liquor is going. I used to be a lightweight. Like, I would have to drink, like, maybe one or two, and then I'd be buzzed, and I'd be good. But, like, recently I had a night. Tell me about this night. What's up? And, like, I just kept fucking drinking. What but I you... wasn't feeling shit. So, I wasn't feeling shit. So you did, you did anal. Huh? So you did anal. No, I didn't do anal. You ain't feeling it? I didn't do anal. Huh? So you did anal. You I didn't, didn't look, I didn't I had sex or anything like that. I just said I, I had just want to know what you did. Very, the last time I had drank tequila, uh-huh. the last time I had a night like that, uh-huh. I was on that Don fucking Julio. I had Don Julio, and then I had eighteen hundred, and I had Don Julio again, and then I eighteen hundred, and then I had my favorite shooters, which is the buttery nipples uh, shooters. The last time I did that shit with my fucking boyfriend, I got cursed the fuck out because I was being too nasty and I was sucking dick and I was like, oh my god, you know, we started. He was like, I want to fuck, I want to fuck. All right, cool. Like, I, when I get drunk, like I really like sucking dick. I don't know what it is. Maybe just because like I like I like it in my mouth. Like I don't know. <laughs> So anyway, so we were like, you know, we were doing it and shit, whatever. So, you know, I was just saying mad nasty shit. Like, I was just like, you know, like, come on my face, come in my mouth, whatever. Da, da, da. I have never said no shit like that to him ever. So, you know, this nigga, he's like, oh, shit. I am. I'm going to come in your mouth. Da, 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 da. And so, like, he did it. <coughs> and then, like, I was just still fucking horny. So I'm like, all right, no, we got to, like, get it back up. But I wasn't swallowing. Cause I was like I was fucked up, but I wasn't that fucked up. You petty. No, I just let it like you know like swim around my mouth or whatever. But like I was I was just in the moment, and he like leaned over to kiss me. But I think he thought that I swallowed it. So and when I was kissing, I was kissing him. I just let the cum just like like slide in his mouth. And when he I thought was it was spit. Like it, huh? He thought it was spit. No, he knew it was his cum. So you were snowballing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Like, yo, when I say he cursed me the fuck out, he cursed me. You supposed to like, with another girl, not why? him. Why? It's his. Okay, this is, no. Men are not like women. Women, 
I can look, I can eat a girl pussy and come up and she will lick my face with her shit. No, I can put my finger in her pussy and then put it in her mouth. Cause that, I don't know why girls like that shit. Y'all like yeah. to taste yourself. I don't know why. I don't want to taste myself. Well, let's me know if I need to eat for some more fruit or not. Fuck out of here. I don't want to taste myself. You I don't need to taste yourself because some of y'all, y'all fucking taste like battery acid. Or we give it to y'all and you tell us. Uh, no. Let me know. You, sometimes you need to taste yourself because sometimes some of y'all niggas, niggas need to be on a vegan diet. Okay. I'm my After that time, I was like, my nigga, no. You are not going to be tasting like this. You want your dick sucked. You like to come in my mouth and all that shit. You need to get on a better diet because you fucking taste like despair. I cannot do this shit. And you want me to swallow one day? You got me fucked up. But she was letting it swim no. around in your mouth. You I, it wasn't that bad if you was letting it swim well, around no, in your mouth. Well, no, because I had planned on sucking his dick again and then letting it drip down. But I, he just started kissing me. And I was just like, I just let it roll in his mouth. Time to get him the fuck down. I was on top of him. So I just let it drip all the way in his mouth. So he, cut you out. he was, was like, it? yo, what the fuck? But anyway, that was my last encounter with tequila. So that's why I'm very cautious of taking it. But I had a night recently where I did not listen to my better judgment. And, you know, that was just that night. And we're going to keep it as that. Anyway. Why, why did you tell us this if you wasn't going to tell us this? <laughs> I, was I wanted to talk about my old experience because we had talked about snowballing before. And I couldn't remember if I actually did it. Because I didn't know what it was called. I just thought it was like cum transfer or something cum like that. Cum transfer. But <laughs> that's like, dude, that's the, the cum transfer. Yeah, we we did cum transfer. Cum that's transfer. Like, that's what I thought it was, but apparently it's called snowballing. So because it's like know. I guess because if you spit the cum in another chick mouth, it's gonna get her spit on it, and it's gonna be a bigger blob of spit when she spits it in the next person's mouth, and it gets bigger and bigger like snowball. So it's spit, but not cum. It's cum, but look like this. If you spit. If if you spit in somebody's mouth, your mouth is already gonna get that's disgusting saliva in it. So it's mm. gonna mix like that's all right. nasty as fuck. I know about this because of Greek shit. Anybody who has was on Vine back in the day or World Star Hip Hop, they know about passing the egg. Passing the egg is some stupid underground Greek shit that guys online, uh, their their bigs pretty much cracked the egg. They made the guys lay down on their backs or whatever. They cracked the egg and dropped it in the first guy's mouth. And they had to pass the uh, egg from front to uh, back. To oh, mouth. my gosh. And the last uh, guy has to smile. Has to smile. Uh, oh, my God. That yeah. is the most disgusting shit I have ever That's fucking heard. Fuck. A raw egg? A raw egg. And you got to pass that shit mouth to mouth. Aren't you, you Greek? I ain't do that shit. <laughs> I ain't do that shit. <laughs> You can't refuse though. Damn, you get me. I am still a man at the end of the day, sweetheart. So what if they told you you can't be Greek if you don't do this? Well, I, I don't want to be down with you motherfuckers if you want me to do this shit. <laughs> Look, you do that now, you might be sticking so you be sticking an egg in your ass the shit, next time. Yeah, all right, fuck out of here. <laughs> there I'm was so oh, I want there is there was a story I wanted to ask you about about the two kids that was sentenced. Recently for the hazing, I don't know what oh, maternity it was. Huh? You know oh, what I'm talking Kevin. about? Uh, there's a lot of shit going on right now. Like, like I mean, as far as Greeks, I know I know certain organizations that's not even allowing their their organizations to probate this year. Uh, probate is when you present the new initiates to the the, the organization that chapter. And for some people, I mean, Greek and no hazing is still still real out here. And that kind of really fucking sucks that some people take that shit overboard because there is an actual meaning behind that shit. 
and people lose sight of that. Like, you see these bang. Yeah. Slavery. It's a lot of decoded or coded shit in there that people haven't decoded. Like, that's why I hate the movie Burning Sands that was on Netflix. Because it just jumped right into the hazing and it didn't give any background story of it. It's like, it, it was a good, it was a clear depiction of it, but it did not, it gave no reasoning. I don't think I've ever seen that. Yeah, it's on Netflix. This I mean, was like two not. white kids, though. Probably, I don't know. Like mean, you know, white people hazing. That's probably some different shit. Yeah, so I mean, it's a lot. I mean, hazing is hazing at the end of the day, but it is all why you're doing it. You can, I mean, you can make up stories and say, "Yeah, I do this because this," or "I did that because that." But yeah. Okay. So. Well, uh, speaking of making people do something against their will that they don't want to do, let's talk about Cardi B. All yeah, right. because this was a great weekend that I know these strippers in Raleigh got somebody. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't thinking, even think of, to hey, hit up look, a strip club. I was I was thinking about getting a couple of them motherfuckers. Because, look, I must tell you, you fake dope boys, you fake ballers, stop doing this shit. You want to flash your stack of money. You want to pull it out at the bar when you buying a girl a drink and act like you hiding it but you not really hiding your shit you want the world everybody to see at the bar you have a stack of maybe two or three hundred dollars and you know, maybe two or three hundred dollar bills and then you got a stack of fucking ones under that shit or whatever mm-hmm. you just want people to see that you may have some money you keep fucking playing with the right motherfuckers and they will fry your ass up real quick I know I still know treacherous girls that will talk to you Dance all in your club, get you drunk, set your dumb ass up. Easy. So let's talk about Cardi. Well, you know, um, there was a video that came out. I think a lot of people are talking about this where, you know, she used to be a stripper and, you know, you, you dance up on a dude, get him some drinks, put something in his drink, get him nice and oiled and, you know, you know, fucked up, get him a little delirious. You know, dance on him, making him think he gonna fuck you. Y'all go back to the hotel, let that nigga, you know what I'm saying, fall asleep, rob him, get the fuck out of there. Hey, you got Davies. <laughs> Davies got a song called Keisha, where he got drunk. He met a chick, got drunk, went to the hotel. She robbed him. Lil Wayne on on what is that? Carter Mona Five. Lisa. Mona Lisa. Him and him and Kendrick. Mm-hmm. You said uh, what's the shit? Meek Mill got Tony Story. Mm-hmm. Like this shit is real, y'all. Like y'all gotta stop this shit. Not saying. That is bad. I'm not gonna say it's bad or good because what Cardi did. I mean, technically, it's against the law. She robbed him, and oh, she dropped. Oh my god! But you were about to like fuck a stripper. Come on now. Yes and no. Like you said, okay, control you got, your dick. You ain't got to worry that's like about saying this shit. You, you both, both of y'all committing crimes. So do that cancel out. Yes. Okay, but what you about know these? what you're getting into. So what about these levels? Okay, I'm about to fuck a stripper. I'm fucking her. It's, it's I'm not raping her. Or oh, it's not me. The guy's not raping her. It is consent. She's getting something. Uh, the guy's getting something. What is she getting? Money. Okay. That's Did what you she pay her for. first. You pay her to leave. Nah. <laughs> I don't know. I, you I, know I how many strippers like you know how many girls was supposed like are was supposed to get paid for a service, and like you know men are stronger whatever, and that nigga don't pay you. I understand, but l- listen to me. So this this is how it's supposed to go. It's an exchange. He gets hit. Or sex or pleasure, she gets money. Boom, everybody's happy. That's supposed to go away. It's a, it, both people are in the wrong. That's both of y'all breaking the law right there. But when you go and drug somebody, like he's drugged now. Like he he consented to you. He said, okay, I'm gonna do this. 
I'm I'm trusting you, but now he drugged, fucked up, and you done robbed me. I didn't drug you and fuck you up and rape you. That's still wrong. And I don't want to hear nobody come for me talking about uh you wrong, she she she's a girl and all this and that. Y'all locked up Bill Cosby. Y'all can't lock up Cardi? Oh boy. Oh my god. But are you serious no right man, now? There's no man that's gonna come out and be like, she raped me, she raped Actually, me. Actually, there was a man that came it was? out. Yeah, that's hey, why bitch. the video refers resurfaced. Oh, for real? <laughs> yes, there is a man that came out. Is he pushing charges? Um Um, I think he just kinda like said something about it or whatever. And then, you know, people brung up the video oh. that she did years ago. I don't, even, I don't even know how many years ago. But here's the thing. Not saying what she did was correct. Not saying that the women that I know currently that does that shit is 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 right. I don't think that shit is cool. I you know, I'm all about consent. I'm all about, you know, you you got to know what you're getting into, but I you know, you got to be careful. I'm I think all that shit is wrong. However, you kind of got to know what you're getting into when you are bringing random women that you do not know back to your hotel room. I mean, yeah, anything can happen. Same thing with women bringing random men to their house or random men to their whatever. Anything can happen, anything goes. So you have to be completely cogn- you know, cognizant. You have to you know, know your surroundings or you got to trust that person. Like, but you can't really do that because you just fucking met them. So like, if you in that type of environment and that's the type of lifestyle that you're doing for that night, you got to just be, you know what I mean? Shit comes with the territory. You might get got. Yeah. And that's just that. And and it's not a means for just, you know, because, oh, I'm evil. I just want to, you know, rob this nigga. It's about means for survival. You know how many women get raped or how many women prostitutes you know what i'm saying like they're not making money because they take a guy home and he's supposed to they do their act and the niggas like i'm not giving you shit and he fucking bounces and she ain't got like nobody to hold her you know what i mean like to have her back or nothing like that for them to pay because the shit is illegal what's she gonna do call the fucking cops no like women get fucking taken advantage of every single day in that type of environment but that's the lifestyle that they chose so yes you kind of have to Take the good and the bad. Well, whatever you have to take both. Whatever comes with that lifestyle that you choose, yeah. that you choose. So it's and it's a means for survival. When you know, Cardi also talks about being beat on. Cardi also talks about you know what I'm saying like all the bad things that men have done to her. So I mean, it's just kind. Of, it's it's a vicious cycle. Like I said, I don't condone it. I just feel like you have to know what you're getting into in that certain environment. Yeah, it's just like I mean, and it's just like with your actions. Yeah, just, I mean, not saying drugging people or, or doing that is equivalent to selling drugs, but just like selling drugs. Like, yeah, you don't know why certain people are selling those drugs. They just need to get that bread. She was doing shit to do to get her bread, just like me as a bartender. It's been times that I know I put certain girls on, like, yo, Slim got that. He easy, go get him. And she got him. Like I know security that they will do a good do a guy crazy, and it's a rat. They 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 walked away with his pockets that night. I like, mean, it's no morals you just gotta in the watch streets. Yourself. It's, just, I mean, it's no morals it's in the street. Life. I get it, but what I don't think is fair is comparing this situation to Bill, to Cosby. Bill Cosby <laughs> because. 
when women do things like that, it is a means for survival. So what if a man did it? It, w- it would be bad? It's for pleasure. If he drugged a girl and robbed her? Well, if he drugged her and robbed her, I mean, that's very unlikely. It does not happen often at all. I mean, you never know. But, I mean, you never know. Not You're right. Let me not discount anyone's experiences, but most of the time when men do that, it is for pleasure. You are taking someone's free will against them. You are taking someone's body against their will mm-hmm. or against their judgment, whatever. They don't know what's going on. Money, my nigga, you can make another stack or whatever the fuck she stole from you the next week. Doughboys, whatever. You can make that. Those those items are materialistic. You can make it back. But taking advantage of a woman's body and the risk that comes associated with it, that is rape. So that is not the same thing. 100% agree, but I'm going to play double advocate. So just because you can get it back, it's a, it's a lesser, lesser, lesser evil? Well... Honestly, I think so. I think it's a lesser evil because it's materialistic. Okay. Unless she fucked you in your ass. <laughs> now that's a plot twist. See? Now then, I could be like, all right, that's equal. That is some Bill Cosby shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you know, hey, hey, I got this ass for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, homeboy or whatever. <laughs> Want to come over and fuck. Or you got a, a, a you know, a, a she-male, whatever. Want to come over. That's different. But it's a difference between materialistic losses and someone actually taking advantage of your body Mm -hmm. it's completely different so you cannot compare the two but do i think what she did was right absolutely not i do not think that's right at all but if you in that type of lifestyle if you like those type of women you got to know what the fuck you're getting into and you got to know that it's a risk so just be careful because ain't no morals out in the motherfucking street or maybe instead of being like a prostitute, maybe you could just find one guy and fuck him for one place to stay. Fuck him for money. <laughs> for a place to stay or money? Both. All of that. Women, <laughs> women don't usually have to stay. Let me tell So <laughs> I'm glad we're talking about this, right? Because like, so I got some great dick recently, right? Some amazing dick, right? From my night that I told you about, my drunk night. So I didn't, I accidentally fell into some dick, whatever. Wasn't planning on it. You know, I've been trying to take it easy. Fell into some dick. How you do that? I fell into some dick because, you know, we got drunk. I had some fucking tequila. And I was just like, I was just having fun. It was a fucking work night. Da 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 da. That's probably why I'm so fucking goddamn tired. So, you know, I went over to his house. And, you know, I am used to living a certain way. I work very hard. Not saying he doesn't work very hard because he does, but, you know, he's. He had a few major setbacks recently, and he's trying to recoup from that. So anyway, I feel like, you know, sex is better when you got a little bit of poverty going on. Uh I have noticed, I was thinking like, damn, I just got my brains fucked out (laughs) on an air mattress. And I'm trying to... You fucked a nigga on the air mattress. I did. It was fucking amazing. You fucked the Instagram nigga. I did. It was fucking <laughs> amazing. They had Jordans all lined up on the wall. <laughs> Empty bottles of liquor. <laughs> oh, you shit on the cabinets? Hey, look. Hey, look. Yeah. I'm going to tell you a quick story. Look, when I was in college, my roommates, we had mad fucking bottles. That was a status symbol. That means you spent all that money on fucking liquor bottles and shit. One time we had this maintenance man. He used to cut bottles into cups. 
What? Like glass bottles. He look, people do this shit all the time now. Mm-hmm. But he used to cut like Grey Goose bottles and like the top off and like turn it into like a cup. Oh, okay. It was cool. And my homeboy who was a, a, a scammer type nigga got scammed. Nigga was like, oh yeah, I do this, that, and the third. He was like, oh, for you would do that for us? You would make our cup? He took all of our bottles. <gasps> Never fucking came back. Uh- <laughs> Yo, we, he probably made a lot, because he said he sell them for like $20 a piece. And what? we had Mad Bot Patron, $1,800. Uh, like, he would, what he said, he, the way he was showing us, like, he'd take the top from $1,800 and, like, put it on the bottom so it's like a like a goblet kind of thing. Like, yeah. he, he showed his mad picture and he got all of them shits. But keep going. All right. Well, no, I'm just saying, I feel like sex is better when you have a little bit of poverty. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was listening. I was like, damn, all the so great dick. So broke nigga's dick better? I'm t- we, we know that's a fact, broke niggas. You think so? But I'm talking about a hobosexual. So I've had, I'm thinking about like all the great dick I've had in my life, right? Because, well, first off, anyway, air mattress dude, he was literally getting a bed the next day. And he really didn't want to <laughs> fuck me like on his air mattress. But he was trying to fuck me in his living room. And I was like, I don't fuck on couches. Like, hey. I need a bed. I need to spread out. Hey, shout out to all the girls. Like, when, I, when I moved into my first real apartment, my mattress was on the floor for like like maybe maybe a month. Okay. But it's but they knew because I moved into a nice house. It was gated. I was just waiting on my shit to get there. Okay. All right. They knew cool, what it cool, was. Cool. They knew what it was. I'm just saying. They knew what it was. Listen, if we like you enough, we are, if we like you enough, we down. Like, we're fucking down. But I'm just saying, you know, all the great dick I've got was like from poverty ass dick. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, just so. poverty or, or a nigga like couldn't get a place on his own. So he was staying with me. So he would like fuck me every night like that nigga was about to be homeless. <laughs> So and like, like I like one little like what nigga you breathe funny what you getting the fuck out get the fuck out of my house like no nigga you're not on the lease like no it was just he was fucking for I realized, security yes it's just like it's a different kind of sex you have so like so like, what you said so what guys with money don't have good sex no I'm not saying they I'm not saying they don't guys with money got snacks though. What's good as a snack when you want some dick? I, we don't want a snack sized dick. Like, no, what the Eddie, fuck? You fuck them like you want a snack. Nigga, I can buy my own snacks. I'm not here for that. But I'm here t- for the dick. See, okay? See, no, if it ain't good dick unless you can't get up, unless you just exhaust it. You want to bed, it. Okay. You tall it. So why would you want to get up like, for? you want some juice? You, you want a snack? You nah. want some chips? Mm-hmm. I got Cheetos. No. I got apple juice. Petey, like, you know He you not trying like. to go all night. He not trying to get, like, real nasty and shit with it. Because he got to, like, probably get up and go to work the next day. But when I you're know. a hobosexual, you usually, you know what I'm saying? You either, you know, you're a scammer, you're a drug dealer, whatever. You usually ain't got, like, a nine to five like that. But he, so you can, you can fuck all night. You yeah, can fuck yeah. all night. You could do whatever. Any position. They can fuck you right and then give you a back massage? Are you <laughs> kidding me? Oh my god! Oh Yo. my god! <laughs> I just got hit with some shit. Like I have not done a back massage in a long. Am I getting old? Am I the boring sex guy? Yo, Listen. I just. Yo, I need to start doing back massages again. Listen. That's how I usually get shit popping. I saw the Yo, young boys, listen to me. This shit is cool. All girls are gonna fucking crack up and laugh right now because I guarantee you, every girl has been got with this shit. You walk into a guy's house. He he says he's a clean freak. Or clean freak or whatever. Yeah, she take your shoes off. Once a woman takes her shoes off, he she automatic a wall comes down. Mm-hmm. She she becomes comfortable. Okay, because her shoes off. Uh, next, if you're in a bedroom, I don't like outside clothes on my bed. Me neither. So she gotta take her clothes off, and you give her some shorts and a t-shirt. 
Now she's even more comfortable. <laughs> then you offer a massage. Once you get a massage, you gonna get horny. She gonna get wet, and then you fucking. That's that is true. Three steps to in this shit worked every single it fucking does. time. It does. It does. But it really I need, does. I think I need to get on my massage. I have not given a massage in a long time. Let me tell you something. I got my back blown <laughs> out. I got my pussy ate from the fucking moon and back. From the front, from the back, from the side. Nigga had my fucking like leg. First off, you know, it's an air mattress, but it was like that plus shit. <laughs> so it was like mad, like tall and shit. It was like a real bed. It was like a real bed. But we kept like fucking so hard that it kept going flat on my side. So he, <laughs> so he had to stop and put, you know, that loud ass machine. That loud ass machine. So thank God he has a house. So, because he was, he literally was waiting for his bed to be delivered. And uh-huh. he was like kind of low key embarrassed because he was, you know, he was trying to get things started on a couch. And I was like, nigga, I don't fuck on couches. What the fuck I look like? Should I be he the was best? Like, Nah, I mean, I'm waiting on my bed. I don't want you to. I said, you don't have nothing to sleep on. He's like, I mean, I got air mattresses. I was like, shit, nigga, I grew up on air mattresses. Get the fuck out of here. Like, I'm from the hood. So he was like, the the, mirror, the air mattress kept going flat on my side. Because, like, I'm grabbing it while he's fucking me from the back. He's, like, mad tall. So I'm trying to, like, scoop my ass up or whatever. So I'm, like, clawing the mattress. Putting holes in his leg. In the air. So it keeps, it, it keeps deflating. So he was like, I was like, I'm about to fall. I'm about to fall. He's like, all right, stop. All right, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I was like, take that, that bitch falling. We're going to fall together. We're going to create a new position in this bitch. No. Half on the bed, half off. Oh, fuck out of here. No, we did that the first time, but I hit my head. I hit my head. I had like a mark on my head because it went down like on my side. I was like, bloop. And it was like, I couldn't have that happen again because it really hurt. But I was trying to play it off because I wanted to keep fucking me. Really <laughs> so he like stopped and then he put the, the machine on. It was like getting all the air in. So we had to wait like two seconds. So I needed a breather because I was getting my life fucked out of me. <laughs> and let me tell you something. We went on all fucking night. It was that goddamn tequila because I made him take some tequila shots with me. And then when we were done for like the fifth time. Um, you know, I was like, okay, my body is like, I love this, but my body is sore. It's not used to getting all this dick at one time. You know, I just got to calm down. You know what I'm saying? So he gave me a back massage and a foot massage and I fell asleep and I think I'm in love. I do. You talk to him since? Yeah. Okay. I was with that nigga today. I'm just, hey, I'm, hey look, <laughs> we know as a show, I'm, a, I'm, we, I'm talking to the people in the car right now listening. We know that Tiffany has a past, the fucking niggas are never talking to him again. No, no, I haven't talked to that nigga again. I was, <laughs> look, I went to go see, I was like, I can't see you tomorrow because I'm in pain, okay? <laughs> But I'm going to see you the day after tomorrow. I'm going I'm to I'm rest up. I, you know, I went home. You know, I, I took a little bath. And I was like, ooh, ooh shit, a little sore. I put some coconut oil down there. Took some Motrin. I skipped the next day. But I was over there. I had to bartend Friday night. Psh. So, because that was a question I was going to ask for you. So, when when women do get their butt, I'll say your back blown out. And you, mm-hmm. your pussy is sore and shit like that. Us as guys, we think we know what we're supposed to be doing. Like. Okay. Cause you you moaning this shit, is that detrimental? Like, cause we we understand like it's cool bragging rights when you young like yeah that bitch can't even walk straight, but actually that fucks your shit up and you it, it kind of fucks up your shit as a man because she don't want to fuck the next day. Nah, you nah. want to fuck the next day. It's like Mm-mm. so, how do you? What would you say to a guy to be like, hey yo, don't 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 go too crazy, but he still wants to have good sex. 
you can still have good sex without being sore. We were just on some other shit. We were gone off the. the is it is there anything that you do the next day, or you just got you just need time, time, time? Um, I just for me, every woman is different. Like some women will suffer through it, but I can't do that. Like when when I'm hurting down there, I don't get any sexual pleasure. So like if it's hurting to that point, like really sore. Like I was sore to the point where I would like use the bathroom and I would like have to pat myself. What the I, fuck? He had a big ass dick. I'm just saying. That's crazy. Like, and that's I was surprised because he's like a little nerdy or whatever. So do you I was think like, that- where you get this damn anaconda <laughs> from? I was like, air mattress, fucking sandwich bed, floor, towel. Bench, like it did not. Like I was fucking him that night. It did not matter where we was at. So like, just not on the couch because I had to make me. I had to make myself. Like I knew I was gonna do some slutty shit, but I had to make myself at least seem classy. Like oh, I can't sleep with you on the couch. I had to do something. You know what I'm saying? Like I had to draw the line somewhere. Okay, but anyway. <laughs> so, um, it depends on the female. Some females will suffer through it the next time. And some women just, like, you just don't touch me. Like, don't touch me. Give me, like, 48 hours. And when you do touch me again, you I need a lot of foreplay. So do you think I that's a, more so you just out of shape sexually? Like, you, you it's because your vagina is not getting that. Well, yeah. You're and not getting that on a regular basis, so exactly. you need that more? Well, I still think we still, we were going super hard. Because I've had living boyfriends, and I've never been that sore, like, how I was. But me and my living boyfriends was doing it consistently every single day. So it could be a couple of different factors, but I think it's the manner and how we were fucking. (laughs) So one one thing is, yeah, you you out of shape sexually. And also he was doing some extra wild shit. Yeah, exactly. We were just we were just on one. That's all. But I like I said, the next time we did it two days later, though, he still had to be gentle. Because I still had to welcome him. I still had to open back up because my I haven't been fucking. So, like, my vagina was like, okay, you got some dick. Okay, okay, it's about to close back again. About to close back again. We're going back to, nah, we about to get some more dick. So, he had to, like, he had to massage me real good down there. Like, he had to, like, really do a lot of foreplay to get me kind of to be, I was in the mood, like, I wanted to, but I was afraid it was going to hurt. And I, I, I wasn't drunk anymore. You know, you're drunk. You feel like fucking Superman. When you're fucking and you're drunk, like you fucked up, but you good fucked up. Like you got energy and shit. <laughs> like you don't feel shit. You don't feel nothing. So you so, fucked him again. Huh? So did you fuck him again? Uh, yeah. Are you kidding me? I was just asking. It's actually quite absurd. Actually, you know, I had to make sure I like <laughs> took my birth control because been fucking all the time terrible all the time so anyway i'm a very happy camper these days um i hope this continues i feel like i have been blessed i feel like you know <clears throat> the universe knew that i have been going through a universal drought and it knew i just couldn't have any type of dick i needed a great dick i needed a dick that was gonna make me see stars and make me talk to jesus and that's what i got and i'm just so ever i'm just so grateful now i will say Going to another subject, <laughs> we're just gonna basically t- for you tell me I ain't shit again. Cause you ain't. We know that. Whatever. So I'm trying this accountability thing, right? <clears throat> and um, I'm 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 moving, right? So mm-hmm. I'm cleaning out like a couple of spaces that I haven't touched in like two years, like letters, paperwork, stuff like that. 
So I ran across my old Valentine's Day card from my ex from last year. <clears throat> my ex who we literally got into argument and never spoke again. So reading this letter and reading this card and then I remember the gifts he got. Like I was just like, damn, I can't believe like we just like really ended it like that. Like I need to see what really happened. So remember I told you I reached out to him last week mm -hmm. and he just ain't say shit. Did you, did you follow up? <laughs> Well, I didn't, I was just like, I'm going to leave it alone because I was feeling very, very guilty and wanting to know what went wrong, but also was very curious about him. <coughs> and then like, I got dick and like, <laughs> I was, <laughs> I didn't You ain't give a fuck I, no more? I, <laughs> so nigga, you ain't going to text me back? Okay. Wait. I'm going to fuck this nigga. I just don't know. I'm going to care about this nigga. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm telling you, it literally never crossed my mind again. I fucking forgot. So he hit me up, like, yo, I got a new number. Oh, so he hit you, okay. Yeah, he was like, yo, I got a new number. Um, sorry it took so long. I've been da-da-da, switched companies, yada, yada, yada. Hit me up when you get a chance. And I haven't responded. You ain't shit. <laughs> but I still, I still want to know, but I don't feel that wave of guilt and curiosity. So basically, you only care because you was horny. No. It, no, no. This is, this is called pre-baiting. <laughs> Okay. If pre you, what? Pre bait. Like uh masturbate, but you do it before a date. Uh you never heard of that? Like No. A lot of time they say girls pre bait before a date so that you they can think more clear and they're not just making brash decisions. Girls? Yeah. Or guys. Girls. Guys never fucking pre bait. Now some gals are getting older, they might pre bait so they don't uh they don't seem thirsty and shit, and they can like come off better at, at the date and shit. They're not just press the fuck. Okay. Versus horny ass women who are trying to fuck. They okay. pre-bait so they don't just give it up easy. But also, you know, when you masturbate and you come and you have different, you have a different mindset. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like a guy. Is that how y'all feel? Maybe. Like you fuck a chicken sometimes. I'm like, why, 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 why is this bitch right here? Why no, why? it's just like you be like, Damn, I really like this bitch. Da, 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 whatever, whatever. And then you like get your nut, and you're like, "Huh, she ain't really that bad." Like, That's what I'm saying. Like, you, you, like, like, why is this chick right here? Cause, like, like, <laughs> oh my you, god, you, you, you. I, came, I was you a nigga in my dick. former life. Yeah. I had to be a guy. You got some, you got some dick, and now you're like, I don't know if I really care about that motherfucker. <laughs> like, I've been without this motherfucker for a long time. I was just missing some dick. No. Care. I just I I still am curious to know what went wrong and like my ex like I'm afraid that he might come in the picture and kind of disrupt what I have going on now and I don't want to open up that box again because my ex got mad game like that nigga be pulling like some of the most beautiful bitches I've ever seen I think I think like, you need to still highlight them I think you should close that, that I know we still need to do it but I need to <clears throat> just do it after we have sex yes that is a great idea. Pre-bait. There you go. That is true. Just do that but yeah, I didn't like. I didn't think about mind. that nigga one time after I got some dick. I was just like, after that night, like I didn't text like three niggas back. I didn't even think about him. Like I was just like, I was so focused on work the next. I mean, I was tired as fuck, but I was like focused on work. Like I just forgot how how much dick is a blessing, and you know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just so thankful. That's all. So I just want to talk about that real quick. So this accountability bullshit that I'm doing. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's going to continue now that I'm getting great dick. I just, I don't know. Because I feel I don't feel the need for it. Maybe I should. Maybe I should not. Well, I, I don't know. 
Huh? You should you shouldn't holler. Well, well, no, I planned on actually closing a lot of doors this year. One didn't close that well in January. <laughs> that shit is halfway open. Which, as long as he doesn't contact me first, I'm good. Cause you're childish. We know. No, I'm not childish. I already tried. He don't. That nigga don't. He don't. He don't want me. Okay. I already tried. So that was my first chapter for accountability, where I know I fucked up and I was trying to close that chapter and move on. But that that door is still halfway open. So I have three more. <laughs> One more was my ex. And well, I thought he just wasn't trying to holler at me, but then he is. And I have two more that I need to do before December. That's my accountability. Oh, you <clears throat> you gonna have another retrograde and shit. I need to do it before <laughs> next year. <laughs> Cause I need to take responsibility for my mistakes. Cause I realize I've had a lot of good men. I just I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready, and I'm not. I'm not trying to do that again. Yeah, that's that is some wild shit. When you get older, and you think about like, obviously, this as me as a guy, just think about all the hearts you had to break to actually become a man. Yeah, like all the girls that I did wrong is shit mm-hmm. that I that like would have been great wives, great like if, if I'd have met them now in my life, yeah, I'd have treated them totally different. Well, you know, y'all don't mature till y'all forty five, so I guess I don't know. I've talked to, I've, I've like some girls. I literally did apologize to. Yeah, like, I, I've spoken with like, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry for this show. Like, I'm I, that shit was wild. Like, one time I had a chick come down, down here like during the summer, and I was just like asshole to her. I took her to go with some ice cream, fucked the chill, got up, played a video game, did not think about doing shit else with her for the rest of the weekend, even though she was here for the entire weekend. Mm-hmm. And she just got fed up and just left and didn't say bye nothing. And like three years later, I was like, "Yo, come come have a drink with me." And she did. And I told her she was like, "I understand, blah blah blah, all this and that." And she forgave me and all that. And I did that like two or three other times. Like I had like girls fighting each other and shit. Oh, nigga. Like and I like went gone and like, "Yo, I'm sorry, I put you in that situation, blah blah." And they respected the day forgave me and shit. But like, when I think about. Or think back at it and like think about all of the bullshit that I put a lot of women through. If I was a big brother, I would have beat this shit out of me, yo. <laughs> like, <laughs> yo, I'm like this little motherfucker over here. Like, this, I was, I did some dumb, wild shit, and mm. like, I'm, I'm not gonna say I'm proud of it, but it did help me become a different person. Now I'm a lot more, I guess I'll use the word cognitive. I, I, I'm, I'm recognizing the shit that I'm doing before I do it. Okay, and it's like okay. Let's not do that because that may affect this. It's gonna be a butterfly effect or a ripple effect, mm. and we gonna we gonna take this route. And then if this route goes a certain way, all right, cool. We we act accordingly. But until then, we we gonna chill out. Right. So yeah. But yeah. okay. Yeah. I mean, I um, I feel like a lot. I think you have to. I think it's called growing pains. I feel like you're gonna have to go through you're gonna have to and it's crazy because i'm actually going through a situation like this but with a friendship where you're going to i'm going to have to make a decision that is best for me but i am possibly gonna hurt someone's feelings in the process which if you've never broken up a friendship it it feels worse to me than a relationship because it's like Okay, no, we're not on that level, right? But like, I'm supposed to come to you when I'm having 
relationship issues and when I'm having issues about other shit, like we are a friend and we're close and now we're losing that. And so I don't think people really talk about evolving in friendships as much as they talk about evolving in relationships because you do outgrow each other. Yeah. You do like need space. You do need to get your own path. Like, and it's very disheartening because it's kind of like the inevitable because life just pulls you in different directions mm-hmm. and you can either fight it or you can go with it. And in that process, you got to, you're going to have to, like, I feel like hurting people or people getting hurt is like the circle of life. So do you think like when, when, when people were hurt, do you think they should talk about that though? Because um, I, think, I think that's one of the reasons that people get hurt or you get a feeling and it hurts your feelings mm-hmm. or something happens and it hurts your feelings, but people never talk about the shit. They don't, they don't address it. Not saying confront, go get, be drama filled and shit, but just, yo, I, this gives me this kind of feeling and I want you to understand that and this is why I feel that way. And it might've been like, and that'll, that'll create, because if you don't do that, that'll create like a wall of resentment. Like out. I'll, I'll, I'll use an a, a example for me. I used to live with my brother, mm-hmm. right? And my brother moved his girl in. And his girl was the man's for me. Like, she used to, like, lie to bitches for me. Like, mm-hmm. like if I was going to get caught up, she'd take the girl out to get some ice cream or some shit. Go to a Target run. Store real quick while I'm about to go handle some other shit. Like, she was the man's. So, she she moved in with us. And then I got caught up in their relationship shit. And that kind of made us, that drove a wedge between me and my brother. And then we ended up going our separate ways from that apartment. And they ended up, him and the girl ended up breaking up. Mm-hmm. But that's still, he's always going to be my brother. Like, he's always going to be my, like, he's, he can't change that shit. So you could change, you could change girls, but you couldn't change us. Yeah. So that wedge that drove, that got drove between us still is there. Like, we still cool now. We still rap with each other. We still see each other. But it's not on the same level that it was before all of the bullshit happened. So why didn't you ever bring it up or talk about it? I think it's because both of us was too, 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 uh, I don't want to say tough for it. Yeah, pride. that's pride. Prideful. Yeah, Like, maybe now that we older, we're like, yo, when this happened back, X, Y, Z, that shit hurt my feelings, dog. Mm-hmm. This is why I felt that way, X, Y, Z. I felt this way because this happened and you did this. Or you didn't do that. And I think when neither one of us was okay with saying that shit. And to this day. Like, we still cool. If he called me, I'm there. There's right. no issue at all. That's not a question at all. But it's just like, we not we not on the same level. Like, back in the day, we used to be in the house all day long with each other. Don't do shit. Just sitting on the couch. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. We ain't on that shit no more. Granted, yeah, we are older. We got lives. We have shit to do. Which, that can be, quote unquote, excuses, I feel like. That's not... For certain shit, you you could you could chill, the same time that you chill in the house bullshit, and you could chill with your man's. Yeah. You do the same shit. So just because you older and you got a job now and you got other responsibilities, that that's not an excuse. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm all with the talking out thing and all that shit. But like I said, this is my a year for accountability for stuff that I did wrong. If I feel like I didn't do shit wrong, 
I'm not doing no accountability for but shit. Sleep. I'm not being Keyword. the bigger person. Keyword. Keyword. You say if you don't feel that. What if the other person feels a different way? Then they need to talk to me about it. But what? why can't you sometimes... But if you... if Are you saying, do you peep that shit? Do you peep that they might be feeling some kind of Absolutely. Way? So what's it's wrong written with It's written all over your face. All right, so why can't you read that shit? <laughs> if you can read that, if you see something wrote on their face... I'm very good at reading people's energy. I can tell when something isn't right, especially so, someone... People that are close to me, I uh-huh. know when something is wrong. So, okay, so if you can read that shit, why not go tell the story? What? Why not go talk to you them? Says, yeah, yeah. Why not go talk? But because I feel like they should be talking to me. But obviously, if this written all over their face and they haven't told you yet, it's maybe they're not they're not ready to just come out on them. them so on their why, own. what's the point of me going up to them if maybe they're not ready? Sometimes it might need to be. No, I didn't say they're not ready to talk. They're not ready to say it on their own. I always find myself, because I don't like to have elephants in the room, which Mm -hmm. is why I said this was my year for accountability. Like, I'm tired of thinking about shit, or I'm tired of seeing people, and I'm like, yo, what the fuck happened? I'm tired of doing that shit. So it wasn't just for men. It was just more or less friendship, family members, everything. Anything that I, I can look back now and look at it from a different perspective and, you know, talk to people who are close to me, who I feel like are my voices of reason, was I wrong or how do you feel about the situation? This is what I did. Truthfully, honestly, these are my actions. So when I said I was doing that this year, writing my wrongs per se, I am taking that burden and, and putting myself out there and, and putting my emotions and my hurt out there to these people. And it's not reciprocated. So... I'm kind of at, I'm still going to keep going because this is just something I'm doing for me, not them. But if you know that I'm trying to do this this year and you know that you feel a certain way about me, I feel like it's unfair to you. I feel like you're being unfair to me by walking around with all this resentment and not talking to me first about it because I'm not feeling no sort of way you are. All right, so like you said, you, I'm just living my life. Is this after you made your attempt? After no, I'm not. They know I'm making attempts with other people, though. That, but that's not okay. So okay, so that's look at this. You're making it. You're stepping forward first with these other people. Okay. They're probably this is adding to their resentment because they already have an issue. Whatever the issue is, that may be which we don't know. That may be building on top of that issue because okay, you going out here stepping at everybody else. But you ain't you ain't stepping to me. But they how? see you mending all these fences with everybody else, but you ain't worried about this fence. But how do I know? If I wasn't good at reading energy, I would have just thought that you were just being quiet. But I know you. I know you like the back of my hand. So if you know me so well, come come holler at me. Why can't you Obviously be an adult and talk to me? Why can't you be an adult and listen to my advice that I gave you before? Hey. I feel like you're in a downward spiral. I feel like you're not yourself. All I do is see you mope around. I think you need to speak to someone professionally. And I'm not saying this as a joke. I am saying this as your friend. So when you dwindle down into that darkness and I'm moving away from that, I'm gravitating towards something else. So you you did make the attempt. I made the attempt, but it wasn't about me. It was about noticing character traits and things like that that was unrecognizable you are not yourself 
what's up? What's going on with you? But this was before this was directed towards me. It was directed towards other people, but it was still a change in personality. What's up with you, yo? So no. What's good? I made the attempt because it is bigger. What I'm trying to say is that it is bigger than me, but I feel like I'm adding to it because I have to move on and get myself from this negative space and do what's right for me. And I still feel guilty about that because I know this might be hurtful to my friendship. So do I move on and and get myself away from this and be the best Tiffany I can be? Because I, I flourish when I'm in a good space, when I'm by myself, when I create my little bubble. I flourish. I don't do well with dark clouds around me. All right, so... I think you can't answer your own question. You said, do you just go off and be Tiffany and do you and shit? What are you doing right now with these four four guys? The four guys? Yeah. What, the four? I didn't say it was four guys. Or three. Or three? Whoever, I don't know. I said I had to make amends with three yeah, people. Yeah, three people. Okay. So what are you doing with these three people? Making amends, right? Not yet, right, but, but, but yeah, I plan it, right? on doing it. Yeah. Why? Um, It's for me. For you. Why, though? Because um, did you go off and do you and not care what happened? Um, I was not the best person to them, and they didn't deserve it. And it has nothing to do with you just leaving and just doing you? No, I don't. Well, I the person that I did abandon, which is my ex, because I'm really, I'm really against abandoning people. Uh-huh. So the reason why it makes this friendship that I am... I can see us gravitating away from each other, why it hurts more, because I feel like I'm going to be the one abandoning, but it's not intentional. So maybe that needs to be explained. I, like I said, I think you just answered your own like, question. Yo, before like, We're before grown before as fuck, bruh. We're mad grown. That don't mean nothing. People, people move on. People do things that make them happy. People move away. People get new jobs. People have babies. People get married. You cannot... If you are going to sit and think that somebody is going to build their life around you and y'all are not together, like y'all are just friends, like especially female <coughs> friends for once, right? I don't care. Sisters. Oh, we're going to be the, we're going to be sister and close to the day we die. No, you're not. No, you're not. I'm going to say that that's the same thing with relationships. That, that's just because you're in a relationship with somebody. That well, that's what I'm saying. That about to build their life but around you. you still have that romantic idea, though. Maybe. You're not with that person unless you want to, right? Yes. Usually. But what I'm saying with friendships is that we may not be up each other's ass all the time, but we're still friends. I can still have a career and be a friend. I can still have a husband and be a friend. I can still have more kids and be a friend. So it is nothing that's coming in between us. It's just a new chapter. And I feel like this person is taking it the opposite way. And I don't think that's fair to me because I make my intentions known. I'm very pure. My friendships with my female friends affect me more than any guy could ever affect me because I really cherish them. I do not get close with a lot of females. I know a lot of females, but... There's very few that I get close with who knows my insecurities, who've seen me vulnerable, who've seen me cry. So I take that shit very seriously. But you are a grown-ass woman. So if you're walking around feeling some sort of way, 
and you're not going to talk to me about it, I can't make you want to do that. That's an internal battle that you have to fight yourself. I'm going to be here for you. But I don't feel like it's my job to do that. Now, I didn't offered, come out with me. Let's go out to dinner. I have, because I don't feel like that's the kind of conversation you should have, you know, like at a house or something. Like, hey, what you doing this Friday night? Come out with me here. Like, I've tried to So you want to be get, on some Love and Hip Hop shouldn't be out in the, in the, in the club? No, because it's not going to be that. No, no. I mean, like, out to dinner or something. You know, have some drinks, whatever. Because, you know, when people, you know, we're bartenders. You got to give somebody a drink. If you want somebody to be vulnerable to you, you got to give them some fucking liquor. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. What? <clears throat> wine, beer. You, that's how you get the defenses to go down. But definitely say wine. Don't give them liquor. Huh? Don't give them liquor. Do wine. Okay, wine. That's how you get the defenses to go down. So to have a sensitive conversation like that, defenses has to go down. Mm-hmm. So that's why I've invited to public places. But when you're declining everything, and I feel like you're not supporting me as a friend, I'm having events for my show. You're not coming, even though you said you were going to come. I'm having other events by myself. You said you were coming. Now you're making excuses not to go. Now to me, you're being shady. Because I'm trying to keep this momentum going, but you're not trying to hear it. Maybe, maybe it might be something that you might have to have in the house or in the you might you might have to go to them because obviously you can't get them to come. So you gotta go to them. If if this is a relationship that you really care about and you wanted to continue, not don't do don't baby all the time because then this is gonna become a habit and every time they give it out of shit you gotta go get them straightened out. No fuck out of here. But in this particular, I'm only saying this because I know the situation that you're referring to. In this particular <laughs> situation, I think you need to go to them. And I, I share my situation because I did not go to that person and let them know how I so felt. So why don't you go to him now? Let me play devil's advocate. And I thought about it. Like, no bullshit. Because he's become very vulnerable in the last, I guess, six months. Okay. To me. So, yeah, we've had okay. some heart-to-hearts. But, yeah, I, I think that don't don't let... It, it took, this happened years ago. Like, this mm-hmm. took a long time for us to get back to the point that we are now. And this is somebody that I went through a lot of shit with that I knew for a long time. Okay. And we fell out over some bullshit. Well, not fell out, but a wedge was driven between us over some bullshit. Mm. So they care about this person. You don't want to save waste a year or two on life memories and shit. Go to that person and holler at them like, yo, this is what it is. I feel like you feel like this. Tell me if I'm right or wrong. If I'm right, let's figure this shit out. If I'm wrong, tell me what's really good. Okay. I don't know. I think I, I think that's I think that that we could put a pin in that right there. I mean, honestly, I feel like you know, and this is a PSA to everybody because I'm sorry we got really. I was feeling some sort of way before the show, and I was venting, and and I'm drinking I just, tea, so. and Q was drinking tea and I'm shit, looking tea. like an Englishman over here. Um, But I wanted to say that, you know, I my main message is that we are constantly evolving and you cannot get upset with someone for evolving and they're not evolving in a way with you that you want them to. I think that 
when you care about someone, whether it be friendship, romantic, whatever, you have to just care. You got to take the possession away. Take the possession away. Mm -hmm. Like they belong to me, whatever. They're supposed to be my friend. They're supposed to be my girl, my man, whatever. You have to take that away and really care about the person as is and want the best for them, even if it does not include yourself. Because I feel like anything other than that, you're being selfish. And if you want to have a serious conversation with somebody, invite them out for a drink. It lets the guards down. Now let's go ahead and get into the drink of the week. I guess so. <laughs> I would recommend wine. Wine, for okay. For that drink. You know, for the drink. Fine, that's cool. Wine and dessert. Okay, I okay. can do that. But if the person's saying no, then I mean, hey. Yeah, I mean, if they ain't rocking I mean, they ain't what can you with. do? What can you do? Say what you got this week. What's your drink? All right, so my drink is a very simple drink. Um, I got inspired by, you know, Duce Palooza. <laughs> and <laughs> I my drink is a Duce lemonade. So um I actually made this for someone and I was like, Duce and lemonade, that's ugh. But you know, once the doors was closed, I had a little sippity sip sip. <laughs> and I don't drink brown, I don't like anything dark, but it wasn't bad. However, your um I think I probably would add a little bit more sugar in mine, but we didn't have any sugar at the bar and they loved it exactly how I made it. So anyway, so basically it's just, um, you need a highball glass. um, And then it's basically just one and a half parts of Ducey, you know, VSOP cognac, that yak, and uh, two parts lemonade. um, And then you're just going to like, you know, over ice your highball glass like you would normally do, stirring all the ingredients together. Um, I did not shake it because it's like a punch. So I just stirred it and I just garnished it with a lemon. It was pretty good. Um, I had never heard about it before. I would never think to make a dark liquor with lemonade, but it actually wasn't what? that bad. Yeah. Why not? I usually do light with lemonade or like a whiskey, like a Lynchburg lemonade, you know? Yeah, I was trying to say, cause that's pretty much sour lemonade. Yeah, but that's I mean, what I should have added. Definitely tart, but I know I would definitely stay with lemonade. I feel no like- <laughs> lemonade with a little bit of sour because I like my sweet. Okay. So I think if I was making it for myself or for a female, I would do like a little bit of sour, little little tiny bit. That's all. But like the Lynchburg lemonade, yeah. But Ducey, Ducey has such a strong like. Ugh. It's got a strong taste, and I, it's a little spicier than other cognac. Yeah, I don't, and I don't drink brown anyway, so you know I hate the way all that shit tastes anyway. But with the lemonade, it's pretty, it's bearable if you make it right. So that's my drink of the week. Do say lemonade. Yeah, so y'all can probably already assume the drink of the week that I have, which is going to be some tea shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, mine is going to be the Irish tea, uh, Irish because you're going to use Irish whiskey, the most known or probably famous uh, Irish whiskey would be Jameson whiskey. Uh, you will pretty much use a half ounce of absinthe. Uh, anybody that fucks with absinthe knows absinthe is the shit. It kind of makes you hallucinate if you get real absinthe. All you need is a drop of that shit. Please don't drink a whole lot because you will probably die. Um, Yikes. So a, a drop of absinthe, you can do an ounce of Irish, uh, Irish whiskey or any kind of whiskey really. Um, and, and tea. And that's pretty much it. You can put a lemon in it, uh, and you can sip on your shit, uh, and you'll be good. That's mm-hmm. what actually what I'm doing right now. I'm sipping on my tea because y'all know every time I work on crazy 
weekends. I get sick for some reason. Uh, it happened during All Star Weekend. It happened during CIAA. Uh, it happened when when was that? Uh, what's the Irish uh, Irish holiday? Uh, St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's and now Day. Now it fucking happened on Dreamville. Maybe I'm getting too old for this shit, Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> You're not even that old. I don't fucking know. You're not even thirty yet. Oh, you know, it's about this. April is a lit ass month. All right. We just had Dreamville. So now we got Pan Africa yeah. coming up this weekend. I'm working. Ow, 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 ow. Bring all the foo-foo to the bar. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know if it's Friday or Saturday, our Pan African event. I don't know. But it's going to be lit. It's lit every year. Gotcha. What about your panel that you know this weekend? My what? Your panel. Oh, yes. So I. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, my God. So, I'm sorry, guys. I'm so tired. I'm like, oh, I'm sure you can hear the exhaustedness in my voice. Yeah, we definitely recording this at midnight. Yeah, exactly. It's It's technically Tuesday right now. Right. We recorded this this morning. Same fucking day. It's technically technically Tuesday right now. Right. It's it's 12.07. So, um, it's an event called um, Spill Tea, a grown folk folks, a grown folks discussion event. Um, it's going to be in Durham, North Carolina on Saturday. Uh, doors open at, I will have some details on my Instagram because I think doors open at seven. Um, it is at a lounge in Durham. They changed the venue a few times, but as far I'm going to get the full details, which was actually sent to me. And so my... go check out, go check out sex on the rocks at Instagram. Yes. Uh, it's um, at sex on rocks underscore podcast brown dot bombshell. Go holler them uh, pages for the, for the events. I'll definitely post it to at Quentin yeah. crazy. It's at Cartier lounge Dang. in Durham. Finally, she got it. Shut up. <laughs> it's called spilt tea doors open at seven. We're going to be talking about dating, current events, religion, sex, marriage. Um, and yeah, just come and support. We got a few good people on the panel. Um, Jeremy Kanita, DJ Fats um, is the one who's uh, hosting and DJing the event. I will be there talking my shit, of course. And you know, I do not hold back, especially with these other people on the panel that might hold back, except for me. We gonna so, see. We gonna see if we Tiffany live see. up to sex on the I'm rock. Just saying, I'm just saying. I'm she gonna, gonna, she I'm gotta put on for sex on the rock. She was scared. I got. I told Tim like, I gave her a pep talk. No. I said, you gotta go up here and do your fucking <laughs> thing. Here, yo. Nah, I try to be like cute. He was way <laughs> too lit. Way too lit. I'm, you know, I'm gonna keep it cute. I'm gonna keep it classy, but I'm gonna keep it. <laughs> Sex on the Roxy, too. All right, any last words? Uh, no, yo. Because Q is going out of town again. Dreamville was the shit. Don't you going on vacation? No, no, no. I got I some stuff to do. All right, well, um, any last words? That's been Sex on the Rocks. All right, thank you guys for listening. Peace out. Peace out. Sex, sex on the Rocks.